Hey guys, in today's episode, we pick winners and losers in trades of so far in the season our local league. Welcome to the Coach and Commish Podcast. No, not John Gruden, and definitely not Roger Goodell. It's Chris and Sean breaking down fantasy football for the everyday man. Welcome back. You are here with a coach and commission. I'm Chris and Sean. Just if, if you needed to make sure, we've been gone for so long. Uh, but we wanted to, you know, kick things off here as we're coming back from the injury list. We, yeah. Had this, some sickness. Had some, this man's got a second hurt ankle. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had surgery last May on my left foot and uh, hurt my right foot this time. So I just had to put the boot and the, the scooter to the right leg. So I just can't get away Falling from apart over there, coach. Yeah, boot scooting boogie. That's my name. I should change that for my fantasy league. <laughs> but in today's local 757 podcast, we want to go over some trades that started right before the draft or right at the draft. And four weeks into the season, I think we can see some winners and losers. And our local guys, our league mates, they want to know who, what we think, who, who won and who lost. And some of them will not like us after this episode. That's true. <laughs> it's just how trades go, though. Mm, let's go back to let's go. Let's start with your trade. I, All right. I didn't even want to put it on here. Um, it was on draft night. Beautiful draft night. I got I was I can't remember where I was. I was I was late to my own had draft. A barbecue. Hosting. Yeah, I had this I had this thing to do with my fiance. And so I ended up hosting um, last second over for the fantasy. So I come into this whole thing about some draft day trade. Right before the kickoff. So, Sean, tell us what the draft was looking like, and I'll tell you who's the winner or loser. <laughs> so, the draft day trade was I traded Tyree Kill for essentially Alvin Kamara, and then there was some picks involved switching afterward. But that's really the gist of it. Um, it's really hard to track everything else that happened, but that's pretty much where we sit is Tyreek for Alvin Kamara. Yep. So, I, you'll have to chime in here. I mean, I'll give you what I think, but I think it's a. It's a clear wash. Okay, that's you, what I would, I would two, say. It's, it's to be determined. Still. You two are still up. Which I think is a win for Phil oh. based on what everyone freaked out about. We freaked <laughs> out on Phil at draft night. And look where he's at. Yeah, he's, he's number one undefeated. Number one undefeated in our league. You're still up there. <clears throat> so everything's working out just fine for both teams. When we yep. thought Hunter, like we thought Camaro would be doing out, outperforming Hill right now. And it will look really, really bad losing an opportunity to have an RB1. But, Phil, you're doing just fine. So it's a wash there. And let's go over to, what, about a month ago, the Taj and Soul Juice yep. had a trade. They did a running back swap. Taj got Najee Harris, and he sent Saquon Barkley to Andy in Colorado. Yeah, that uh, we knew that was going to happen. Um, the Taj, Tim, the doctor... Dr. Not an James. MD is is our uh, resident Steelers fan. We have another Steelers fan as well, but he, uh, yeah, he he wanted Najee Harris. He he believed in him this year. Uh, this is another one that's I think pretty close to a wash. Um, I would say, surprisingly, I actually think if, if I had to pick a a player rest of season, I might take Saquon at this point. He's mm. he is looking healthy. Giants offense doesn't look as inept as we thought, but. It's really close. I think this is is really close. What do you, what, what do you think? I think Najee's showing that. I think I was listening to the footballers. I'm going to use the same analogy, but like Najee lives on the second floor. He's not never <laughs> never down on the bottom. Never 
They're not down at his floor. He's always high on there because the targets are so high. The offensive line is so bad that his running production wouldn't be great, but Ben has given him the swing pass all day long. He is so involved in the pass game that guaranteed targets. Yeah, for safety, it's I would say it's Najee. For upside, it's Saquon. All right. This next one I know you'll love. It involves <laughs> kickers, but I could move on to the next this. one. I'm not even going to comment. You could go for all this, right. Chris. Let's it's look all at you. I know you had to send Koo back. Leroy, so it was a funny thing to do. And, and Daniel had Tyler Bass. But I'm just saying, you sent Leroy, the number one kicker in fantasy, by a long shot right now, <laughs> and $11 of fab for a coup that's a number 15 in fantasy because Atlanta's offense is so awful. Yep. So it was, I didn't care if it was straight kicker, kicker, but when you give $11 of fab, I was like, oh, it's a clear winner, Leroy. Yep. All right, talking about Leroy. This guy was trading everybody in the next couple of picks here, or next couple of segments. We have a running back swap that was a head scratcher to us, um, but Daniel. That was a quick. Uh, I I oh. need to trade. I think is what it was. He's just missed trading all off season, I guess, and went for this trade. He but needs to switch jobs. He needs to go be like a stockbroker. <laughs> he, he needs to hit the. He market. loves the trading. So. He had he gave away Chris Carson and David Montgomery for Joe Mixon and I at the time this trade was god awful. I think it's still terrible. It it's unfortunate that it looks like Montgomery's got some type of serious injury. Have we is there been any updates? Carson has a neck injury. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Carson's possibly out too. Joe Mixon right now has a low grade ankle sprain. Uh, so everybody in this <laughs> trade is hurt. So it's yeah. really hard to evaluate it. So I'm going to evaluate it as if we're three weeks out from now, and everybody's just healthy again, and that would be Leroy. This was a bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> David well, Montgomery was trending as a top five back, so, yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's see if you got any better here. Elijah Mitchell, uh, the Taj and Leroy here. So Tim James picks up Elijah Mitchell from Leroy, and he sends Corey Davis in $15 fab. Does this even matter? Or what do you think? It's fab, man. He likes his he likes his fab. I guess he needs it when he spends up on on the waiver wire for these running backs. Um, I I would say Leroy's won this trade. I mean Elijah Mitchell has moved on from Tim's team because he was never able to really start him. Um, I think no, he got to maybe put him in one week, but that was the week he got hurt. Yeah. Corey Davis had a big week last week. I think he's going to be a steady guy. You can put in the flex if you need something. He was one of my guys from the beginning of the season. Still is. Yeah. So I think Leroy slightly wins this. Tim got out from under Mitchell. I don't know if we'll talk about that trade, but that's <laughs> I another think it's trade. going down there. Yeah. All right. So literally, I loved when I put this down. I was like, that was like 20 days ago. There's a lot happening in like a one-week span of trade in early. Yeah. All right. So this was kind of a, a toss-up swap here. Uh, this is a waiver wire fodder trade. Yes. Kamish <laughs> and my brother Mike here swap wide receivers. So you get uh, Edwards, Brian Edwards, and you sent Jerry Judy to Mike here, who's on the IR. Yep. This was a future pickup for Mike for a possibility of a keeper. And what was your thoughts on Edwards? Yeah, I just I wanted to see if he could take stranglehold of that job and in uh, Las Vegas, and he hasn't. So he's honestly like probably going to be on the waiver wire later this week. I think Mike probably won this trade, but I was going to drop Derek Judy, so I don't think I lost too much out of it. Well, you, you took a chance. The Raiders can't choose between the three receivers they have there between Renfro, Edwards, and Ruggs. So on a, on a clear Sunday-to-Sunday basis, there's no one we can trust. Yeah. All right. Oof. 
All right. <laughs> this is another trash trade. Yeah, here. so this is you and LaRoyce. Miles Gaskins, you get Miles Gaskins. You Here's my out. trash for your trash. Yes, that's, that's well, basically what happened here. Before we thought they were trash, so I wanted to trade Tyson for a while just because you know I wanted to cash in on the last round pick and just see what I could get for him. Gaskin, you know, being a Homer Dolphin, I thought it'd be fun to have him on the team. Well, Gaskin has uh, sucked lately. Did he have like two rushes for three yards last Yeah, Sunday? I don't know what the Dolphins are doing. I mean, he's clearly the best running back there, and yet for some reason they want to get Malcolm Brown involved as well. I don't know. They're they're a mess over there. So at least my running back is still starting. I don't know what happened last week, but Tyson Williams was a healthy scratch apparently. Didn't even play the game. Did Le'Veon Bell play? or who? who? He, so Le'Veon played. Latavius Murray had more of the touches yeah. and more production. And then they just immediately after the game, they put... Le'Veon Bell back on the practice squad, so, which you can do that like two more times throughout the year. Yeah, so Tyson might get another chance. I, I don't know. I, I, I think we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I think I don't know. What would you say, Chris? I think maybe a slight edge to me because I have a running back that's playing still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I would say. Like if they figure it out, what happens? But Gaskin's also trending down. Yeah, Williams healthy scratch is never good. But what's up with the extra fab Lloris is getting? Like you know, this isn't real. So we want some little fab in there. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you think this is cryptocurrency, Lloris, but it doesn't <laughs> work that way. All right, so we got Joe and Lloris. Man, Lloris is on every single one of these. All right, so I'm noticing a theme. This one's this one was a head scratcher to me because I know I was talking to him in trades. I was offering him a better quarterback than this, but Juju to Joe and Daniel Jones to Lloris. Yeah, I don't get this one. I mean, I haven't followed. What what has Juju even done the last few weeks? I haven't um, really seen. Uh, not much. Not much. <laughs> if I, I thought it was a great trade because it looked like with Deontay out, Juju was going to get get quite a target share. But instead, all those targets went to Najee Harris. So yeah. I don't. I mean, Daniel Jones, That's. I hope he's back on the waiver wire at this point. I don't get this trade at all. Yeah, Juju's getting enough like targets to be relevant early in the game but the offensive line has given Ben no time to look downfield yeah and I know why LaRoyce did this he and I were in talks about quarterbacks that I wanted from him I wanted Russell Wilson so he picks up Daniel Jones trying to find a quarterback to replace Wilson once he trades to me okay right and I thought you know and I was thinking maybe flipping Herbert to someone like Kibbles and Bits who needed some QB help so I'm, we're, we're, we're talking this whole musical chairs of quarterbacks, and then LaRoyce backs out on the Russell Wilson trade. So he's got an extra QB of Daniel Jones sitting on the, and, on the uh, his, his bench. Well, and Joe got four out of him two weeks ago and two out of him this week. So, yeah, mm. another trade that doesn't really matter. No one – you both lost. Ooh, and this <laughs> next one. Here's a big about one. About ten days ago. Man, talking brother and brother-in-law here. All right. David Kalana, the Reverend himself, and Kittles and Bits, all right, Matt, uh, Matt, our new guy in our league, they did a pretty big trade. David gets Stephon Diggs and Kareem Hunt, and he sends Kittles and Bits. I just, I'm going to keep saying that as your name because <laughs> it's just so fun to say. Matt. All right, Matt. Even though this is, yours is like Kittles and Bitta, but whatever. You get Cordell Typo. Patterson and Devontae Adams. Did this look like a total win for David early on? Yeah, I think it still is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Adams has probably has outperformed Diggs, but getting I, I don't think he fairly I don't think Matt fairly uh valued what he had in Kareem Hunt, and I think he's a very solid 
RB2, which is what David really needed. Now, Cordell Patterson has turned out to be, I think, is he number two running back in, in the league right now? So that's what I'm like. If you press on, if you look just, well, if, if you have the same trajectory where you see right now here at the end of week four, Patterson is RB3. Jeez. RB3. And then you get Devontae Adams, who's still got to work something out, man. Randall Cobb is taking too much away from him. But. So I think that bails him out because I I saw that as just a throw-in at that point, and I thought, well, David's going to win this trade. We saw Kareem Hunt explode the next week, seeing what he can do. He's just crazy talented. But, yeah, no, I I think this is another wash here. I think think so, uh, too. I think you're actually going to be able to continue to start Patterson. I don't see him as an RB3 rest of season, but I do think he's a solid, low-end, you know, flex-worthy and uh, running back, too, rest of season. And Kareem Hunt... Probably isn't that much better, and I think the Diggs Adams swap isn't going to be that significant. Either. It's going to be amazing when we talk about playoffs, and we look back at this trade and say, <laughs> you know, Patterson was the key to win that trade. It's it's going to be ridiculous. It's crazy. All right, Daniel and takes uh, well his brother in law trades with him too, so the Kalana family here. I see how it is. Yeah, Julio- only in family trading. I, that stinks, man. I tried to get Julio many times. I want to be a Kalana. Okay. <laughs> So Daniel gets Julio Jones here from Kittles and Bitta. All right, Matthew, I call you Matthew in the world. Matthew. Matt gets uh, DJ Shark and uh, Chase Edmonds. Yep. Well, Boy, Shark is hurt, so that's unfortunate. And so is Jones right now. Yeah. Julio's, Julio's out. But, um, man, I guess the theme here is everybody's done a pretty good job at trading, I would say, because I haven't seen any blowout wins Mm-mm. currently here. Um. Let me look up what Edmonds has actually done in the last few weeks here. Yeah, well, as you're looking that up there, talking about the running back backfield there in Arizona, uh, it, it looks like Edmonds is losing out on goal line carries. Connor is oh, definitely. getting 40 yards rushing and like two touchdowns almost every Sunday because once they get inside the 10, if they can't pass the ball or scramble Murray – they're putting Connor in as a goal linebacker. That's really only the downside of him. He's getting consistently about 65% of the snaps, which I would be very happy with in that Arizona offense that looks amazing. Oh, it does. He's got had 11 points, 15 points. He's been a solid, solid running back, um, Chase Edmonds. So um, in this situation, I would say that, man... I'm actually going to I think I'm going to say Kittles and Bits wins this just because of the running back bump. Getting Nice. Getting the the fact that you're able to get a running back um and obviously Julio when he comes back hopefully will be worth giving up for that running back, but yeah, I, I think getting the running back is going to be a better deal. Yeah, and I, I see Daniel what he does here. He's he's using the Matt's love for the Jaguars to, <laughs> to send them like little send out. I like I wouldn't even want to say DJ a little bonus piece there. Any trade right now, but all right, talking about a terrible trade. Finally got one. All right, so I this is one Royce. That, this is a testament to where I thought you clearly won this trade, and and right now it's not looking that way. And it's funny because I was hearing from, and it's awesome in our league. Uh, I've been what four different group chats for our league alone. <laughs> hey, there's only one, and and for those that aren't in it, there's zero. There's zero. Yeah, no, it's like four by like individuals. Like everyone hits me up individually. Um, so. Leroy and I have been talking trades. He's won Hollywood for a while, and I wanted running back help. Yep. And I made this straight up 
offer to them. I'm one of those quick trade guys. I ain't talking forever. I'm offering you something. Let's let's go with it, right? And Leroy says, like, you're trying to, like, pull a wool over my eye or something. I, so he gets Hollywood Brown, and I take, all right, Tyson Williams. Yep. Thinking, awesome, upgrade. Sean, a few guys are like, oh, you want it. Joe, a couple other dudes are like, dude, the clear steal for Leroy. And guess what? Clear steal for Leroy so far one weekend. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Tyson did not play, and Marquise Brown had a really, really good game. So, yep, healthy scratch, a really good game. And oh, I played Leroy's that same week. Oh, no. And I lost. <laughs> so, I'm going to still call this TBD, to be honest with you, yeah. though. I think it's trending towards Leroy's at this point, um, but I still think there's a place for Tyson to step it up. Yeah. And I had three wide receivers I liked above Hollywood, even though I love Hollywood's production so far this year. Yeah. And I thought I had a good flip on that. That sucks. All right. Going to our last trade that's happened, what, three, four days ago? Yep. All right, Taj and Kittles and Bits. So it's Kittles and Bits and Leroy. So if you want to trade, hit up one of those two guys because that's like a con- common tread here. The, the late Lately, it's been Matt. Yeah, it was hard to crack him open, but now he's now he's fully into the trading Matt, sphere. Matt, you are welcomed in this in this league now. If yeah, you, you got to trade. Got to trade. All right, so the Taj, Tim James, he gets Melvin Gordon, and he sends Robbie Anderson and Elijah Mitchell to Kittles and Bitta. Who yeah. do you think won that one? This one is one of the clearest we've had, and I think Tim wins this trade. Yep. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he's not going anywhere. It's not like Javante's taking over. Um, I think it's going to continue to be Melvin Gordon. He's a great RB2, and it looks like Elijah Mitchell can't get help- healthy, and Jeff Wilson will come back at some point. Robbie Anderson, still not involved in that offense. I don't know what happened to Robbie Anderson, but apparently Sam Darnold does not like him anymore because he's not good. He seemed like a sure pick to get for a flex wide receiver. Yeah. Even a wide receiver, too, this year. And Robbie Anderson is disappearing. The targets are yeah. so small. Yeah, he had a good week. week last week with 11 targets. Only turned that into seven fantasy points. But mm-hmm. I I just you cannot feel confident starting that guy. And then once, um, once McCaffrey comes back, I think he gets even less work. So I think this is a win for Tim. Yep. And knowing our league... Guys, right before they go to bed, they flip open the phone and they check rosters of who they can trade with. Leroy's, it's every other hour. He is finding someone to trade. He's, that, he's over there. Give me the hit. I need the, yes. the new. Uh, like, I need to. Tra- I want to get excited. I want to. I want to get everybody. You know. I think Tim. Scratching I, their heads. I think Leroy's enjoys trading more than he does actually playing fantasy football, which is fine. I get it. It's fun. Yeah, you should. Uh, it's part of the reason I did my trade was just because I needed. I needed the juice. Needed the juice. Leroy's. This is a this is a mandatory. Your team name for every single draft night is called trade bait. That's all you need to put. <laughs> Everything's trade bait who you're picking up on draft night. But that's it for the 757 episode, our winners, losers. Pretty good fair trading. I think our league has come a long way when it comes to trades. From yeah. Nobody trusted to trade. Now everyone's having fun with it. I love the gates being opened. In your league, if you can't get trades going, number one thing is get talking you gotta you have to have communication with everybody in the league if you're gonna have trades happen and then you just got to get it started and you know once you crack it open i think it it starts to be a a more of a thing when people are you know seeing other trades going on they're like i gotta get on on this my my team is just wasting away here without any trades so yep so shout out to sleeper that's what we use they have a great direct messaging app inside of it so it's not always putting your stuff out there for the group chat to see you can hit up individuals there in case you play in a league where you don't have everybody's cell number like you play in a public league so, all right, guys. Well, next episode here, we're going to jump back in and look back from 
the first month of the season, but that's everything for us in our local podcast. So deuces. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Coach and Commish podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Coach and Commish. And join our Facebook group called Fantasy Football Advice with the Coach and Commish for direct access to weekly waiver wire and start sit advice.